G'day, I'm Frank. Howdy, I'm Lachlan. And welcome to Denver to Down Under. We got rid of the from because fuck that noise. Yes, we do not like the word from, apparently. <laughs> um, so this is our podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. Yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, uh, thing, things from our childhood, things from our teenage years, and uh, even things that are happening now, just like things that have happened in our life and see see how different they are and see how uh, the same they are as well. Yeah, because you would be surprised at the things we have in similar. In similar, I, fu- I goofed. I think that's fine. The things we have in common. I well, did it. I, I solved I, the riddle. I, I, <laughs> you, so, you, solved, <laughs> you solved my dictionary puzzle. The dictionary puzzle. I did it. Um, so, what we're going to talk about this week is first albums yeah right? music yeah music is a is a super diverse topic and uh i definitely have a lot to say about it i don't know about you frank oh boy do i have something to say got some and words. It, it look it's gonna be a great topic um but first let's get started with a frank question oh what do you got for me this week so if you could be in any 90s band what would you, like what band would it be and what would your hairstyle be like oh man 90s band um uh, I think uh, one one of my uh, all time favorite bands from the nineties is Jimmy at World because uh, they okay, good. they they um they always make me happy and they always improve my mood and they always like uh uh just so consistent in their their albums like they just like don't really have a bad album I'm not too big a fan of a uh, Bleed American which is like has the middle on it which is like everybody's favorite Jimmy at World song um okay and uh what would your hair be like. I think uh, it's got to be like the the classic kind of uh, like nerdy emo with like uh, it's like a small side fringe and like it's you, kind of short. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen video uh, like pictures of you as a younger man. Yeah, you kind of had that yeah, already. It, it's correct. Yeah, it's this is not a new hairstyle that we well, will be discussing. This is throwback. <laughs> fucking monday dude <laughs> you woke up yesterday because this is a tuesday is it tuesday no it's monday today's yeah. monday yeah i am leaving for the states in like two days and i do not know what time means anymore yeah that's fair i haven't slept in like Ugh. i don't want to tell you because then my mom who probably will listen might get mad at me yeah sorry mom sorry mom sorry god <laughs> here's here's one to the big man upstairs <laughs> sorry bro i failed you Okay. Uh, what about you? Oh boy. Um, I'd have to be um with Ricky Martin, and you want to be Ricky Martin or just I know. Well, he, I'd be in his band. Okay. I can't be Ricky Martin. I'm like I, I think you can be whatever you want to be. Well, look, my like when I was little, uh, that song "Living La Vida Loca." Yeah, that was the song for me. It was good. I like my parents had that and the Spanish version on the same like album yeah and i just made them play in the car all the time but i was like seven so i was like a, a young boy you, you were living la vida loca oh my god i love that song and i felt it was so deep as i was seven years old <laughs> and uh i would sing to it and now like even now sometimes i get that spanish version going and i'm like ooh, it's good it looks good yeah it looks like you you're ready rocking to go you know? <laughs> yeah look but that's not what i'm talking about uh oh sorry the hair though yeah i would call my hairstyle now kind of like a just like a nice fold over what okay now fold over is a bad term 
No, because like I just like push hair, it. Back hair doesn't what fold. Do you, what do you call? What would you call this? Just white guy. White guy, but like not a bad kind of white guy. I mean, oh, oh, white guys are bad guys though. Well, yeah, I know. Don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't marginalized any groups today. Right. Yay! We did it. Yay! <laughs> you started. Well, look, I would do the poofy hair though, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the like just big hair, big hair, but like yeah. spiked hair. So it's like obviously oh, okay, been right, like sure. lots of gel in it, but it's like all directions of spike. So okay, it's kind right. of like a, a big, it's like poof. Uh, like uh, pinhead. Yeah, but like Billy Joel, which honestly just like um, Billy Joel, what's his name? I forgot the main character. Whatever. Uh, look, we're starting into our actual thing. All right, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. Billy Joe Armstrong and Joe. that Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Joe. Oh, uh, Billy Joel Armstrong. No, he's my Bi- favorite. Billy Billy Joel is the, the I know the piano man. I know <laughs> he's my favorite member of member of Green <laughs> yeah, Day. Green Day. Yeah. Billy, Billy Joel. Joel Armstrong is. You read uh, that song about the piano man and like how he's and, an American idiot? You yeah, know, you get it. No, that was look. I brought together my two favorite things: narcissistic piano playing and um. Hatred for America, I yeah. guess. We've kind of... I've dug myself a hole here. It's a good thing I'm a tall boy because... At least you got a boombox at the bottom of the hole. <laughs> What's playing on the boombox, Frank? <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy Joel. All right, great. Um, anyway, so if we're talking about our first album, I'm actually bringing to the table uh, Green Day American Idiot. Yeah, which and... surmises you uh, well, right? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm the son of rage and love. Yeah. The Jesus of Suburbia. Yep. Uh, so this was Green Day's seventh album. Uh, they described it as a punk rock opera, yeah, which is yeah. like a cool start. It was like a like a big big concept album, right? In terms of like uh, yeah, its its production. It was released in two thousand four, and it was number one in nineteen different countries. Cool. Um, it sold 16 million copies and it won a Grammy award for best rock album in 2005. And they even made like a Broadway musical. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but it sounds, it sounds cool. Which is like a really weird thing. But I remember getting it a little bit after it had been released. Probably when I was like, I was 10 when it was released. So I was probably 11 or 12. So it was a little bit old, but I remember getting my like CD Walkman and having my first CD and putting it in there and putting on those like shitty like cheap headphones that go over your ears but also kind of not a great experience and just getting into this music and i thought it was so deep and it was so prevalent to like 12 year old me which like had no real issues i mean i you know got paid an allowance uh i had dogs you're like like, middle class america right yeah it's in middle class america like things were going pretty good yeah for me uh like my parents are together and like they loved each other, and, like, I had younger brothers. Like, I had no problems. So, like, I... I but you've, I, st- you've still got to find something to be angsty about, right? Oh, boy, yeah. And yeah. so, like, I mean, songs like, you know, Holiday, which is, is talking... is kind of angry and talking about, yeah. like, burning down the establishment. Yeah. It's great. And then even, like, Jesus, uh, Jesus of Suburbia, which is, like, my favorite song on the album. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he just talks about like the plights of suburbia and and like the disillusionment with you know the society that he sees and i i kind of love that yeah and i didn't really get it as as 12 year old (laughs) frank but like i was still into it i still remember like just jamming real hard as like 
I had my Walkman on and my dad's like driving in the truck and I'm just listening to it and like looking outside and kind of pouting and like kind of loving it though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it was so good and um, it influenced a lot of the music that I like today and I mean every once in a while when I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll just, I'll listen to the album again and kind of be drawn back to that time. And that's one of the things I really like about music is that it, it draws you back to, you know, when you first experienced that. And I find that with books as well. And we can talk about that when we talk about our books. Um, but, I mean, I definitely have that with albums. Do they're you, they're, they're time capsules, yeah. Yeah. T- time capsules for emotions, memories, people especially. Like, I associate uh, a lot of different songs with different people and different um, uh, relationships and, and emotions and stuff. And, yeah. and shitty technology. I remember that Walkman so well. Simply because I remember that CD and that music and going through yeah. the whole ordeal of like trying to re- rewind and like fast forward to yeah, the songs yeah. that I won. Ugh, it was so yeah. good. My my first MP3 player was an iRiver. iRiver? What? Yeah, it was basically like an iPod, except instead of a click wheel, it had like a line... So it was like, it was like, and it had like, like two little buttons and, uh, my, my best friend at the time had one as well. Uh, and, uh, it was, it was like a, like, uh, a discount iPod pretty much. At least it wasn't a Zune though. Yeah. Zunes don't even exist anymore. Yeah. Well, neither does iRiver. iRiver. I, I think iRiver <laughs> is worse than Zune to be honest. Really? Yeah. Oh boy. That, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel with that one. Yeah. Well, I do have my, my iRiver somewhere, um, but uh, it definitely doesn't work anymore. And then my my iRiver like stopped working for a bit, so I had to make a CD with all the music that was on my iRiver, and then go back to using my Walkman. Oh no, you yeah. poor boy. Yeah. Okay, I have a, a quick challenge for you, just on the topic of uh, American Idiot. Yeah. Uh, sing, uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams for me. I cannot do that. I <laughs> walk this lonely oh, yeah, road yeah. on yeah. the boulevard of broken dreams. I don't know the rest. It's like I walk this lonely street um, to see, see the, the faces of people I would never meet or something. Yeah. Some, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let's try another one. Can you do American Idiot? God, no. I uh, want to be an American. I don't want to be. It's. Wait, I want to be? No, it's I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be an American idiot. Do, 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 do. Something, something, face of the media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right, we did it. Okay. We did a great job. It was a good musical segment. It was. Uh, yeah, well, um, uh, Australian Idol had a, had a performer named Lee Harding who did, who performed Holiday. And this oh. is on like a, a mainstream, uh, like, you know, uh, Australian entertainment show, and you have this song "Holiday," which is incredibly politically charged, and um, it's a very aggressive song. Like one the tempo is incredibly high, and one of the judges uh gave uh this dude, and like Lee, Lee was like um had like pink spiked hair, so he looked like like a like a punky kind of guy, but like like soft, marketable punk. Yeah. Um, it's non-threatening punk yeah non-threatening punk and one of the judges gave him a super hard time about it and like said he didn't understand the song and didn't understand like the the intense political motivation and 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 charge behind it and um yeah it was like it was like a big thing um but uh then again this dude did end up coming out with a song called wasabi 
<laughs> wasabi, yay! And it's like, it was like hot like a Bobby something something wasabi. No, like, was yeah, it, it was, hot it was, like a Bobby? It was wasabi. Bad. It was very bad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You had yeah. so much potential. You were the chosen one. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but he definitely like. Uh, it was, I remember like being like a like emo kid kind of thing and seeing this person who looked like the people in the bands I liked being on TV and singing. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, so, uh, yeah, American Idiot uh, impacted your life as well. And yeah. that's nice. It's good that we found a common ground. Finally. Yeah. After Finally. the countless episodes we have we've something done. Similar. <laughs> something is similar. Wow. Why do you kick me when I'm down? <laughs> when I'm in the, this metaphorical grave that I am digging myself, you just, you put some dirt on me. Yeah. Thank you for that, friend. It's okay. It's beautiful. Uh, okay. What's your album? All right. Uh, so, my, my first album I want to talk about. Oh, you're bringing two. I'm bringing two. I'm well, bringing, bringing twice the spice. Did not know that I had to compensate with another one. Well, American Idiot's a long album. Yeah, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Continue. <laughs> well, my one of the first albums I remember in my childhood was uh, the album Backstreet's Back by the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's which is, uh, Back. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's all I know. Wait, do your best. Like that. Everybody. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rock your body, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, nice. That was. Uh, this is just the musical def- episode. No one's going to like this. Yeah, look, that's this fine. is. This I is can't sing. Frank, can you sing? Frank Lachlan sing cast. I'm okay. I can do rough vocals, okay? Can you? Yeah. Do it. Break it down. Um, Everybody. You. Rock your <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's gonna be audio oh, heaven! Oh beautiful. my god! Uh, yeah, ASMR is gonna just hit just Mm-mm. like three of our listeners, and they're just gonna pass out. <laughs> uh, like, um, I remember, like, I I, I watched like uh, Melissa Melissa Cross's Zen of Screaming, which is like she's like a vocal teacher for all the hardcore bands and stuff, and like teaches them how to how to vocalize without shredding their their throat or like um like fucking up their their diaphragm or they're getting the polyps in the in the throat and stuff really yeah she she teaches like all of the all, all of the hardcore bands and she has she has a couple of videos about um zen, zen of screaming there's like different ways you can scream there's like a fray scream which is like the the kind of like metalcore high pitched there's inhale screaming which is what Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth does which is insanely hard because you've got a you know, you're like, but you're like screaming. Yeah, yeah. But you're like making the Danny Filth scream, which is absurd. And um, I there's... am the Danny Filth scream. Scream! <laughs> oh, I fucked man. up. Oh, this has not been a good. No, it's been it's been medium for you in terms of uh, getting your words right. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten what sleep's like. Yeah, that's I've, fair. Um, you know, do you, do you, um remember when they there was that guy who had uh about 24 red bulls and his heart yeah out, in and yeah, out of yeah, his yeah, chest yeah, yeah. yeah i'm like three steps from that yeah. um i had to do a script for an internship i'm doing it it was fine not important but uh i was hoping you know comedy gold just not being there completely yeah look it's comedy it's, comedy bronze at this point but yeah it's we're good. aiming to get it up with comedy silver <laughs> look Second's the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, in regards to the song, everybody, in, back, in brackets, Backstreet's Back, uh, I 
performed to that song in no. in primary school. Oh, uh, is there any form no, of like? No, I don't think so. And there was no evidence? no footage. I don't think. Uh. But uh, I remember a key a key thing of my performance was. Um, this is like in year one or something. I was very, very young. <laughs> a key feature of my uh, performance was this dance that I did, and I don't know if I can audio describe it, but um, it was. Did you like, pop your shoulder out? I did not pop my shoulder out. No, I you didn't need the flail. I, 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 the flail. <laughs> I did not pop it and or lock it. Uh, <laughs> it was it was um like putting one foot in in front of the other in like so a, like walking. No, in like one foot was stationary. <laughs> And then the other foot would like uh, go either side of it quickly. Oh, oh! And um, uh, clearly someone reacted to it positively because then I thought it was a great thing to do and a very entertaining thing. And uh, I mean, I was right from, but from maybe not from perspective of like it actually being like a good dance move. But uh, I definitely, definitely did a performance involving that move, and I received, I received accolades. But um, the best kind of accolades, like the ones that you don't quite get, are, are not like not tangible. Yeah, yeah, the ones that like you're like, hey, they, some, they love me, praise, yeah. and it wasn't really love, but it was like, oh, look at this cute dummy. Yeah, yeah. I, I also remember having a Janet Jackson CD as well. Oh, is that your second one? Um, it is not my second one, but it's one I just remembered. And then I remember <laughs> uh, scratching it and breaking it. In, oh, in my later heartbreak. years, because I thought that uh, I shouldn't actually be into Janet Jackson. Oh no, you yeah. shamed yourself. I did shame myself. I was I wasn't <laughs> impressed at my younger self for being into Janet Jackson. Apparently, uh, she's look, fine. Yeah, I mean she's fine, but like clearly I had a problem with it early on. <laughs> my my second one I want to bring up is uh as uh, kind of like Frank's one um in that it's by a. Uh, I guess a post-hardcore band called Thursday. Um, they are pioneers of that particular genre. Their album, uh, Full Collapse, was like a genre-defining album for the post-hardcore genre. And uh, they've been a, a huge force in the New, New Jersey music scene. Uh, I was lucky enough to, to get to see them uh, when I came here. And did they come to Australia? They did. They and just after announcing their their tour here, uh, they announced they were going on hiatus. Oh! Uh, so I, I got to see them in their their uh, show where they had Saves the Day and Circus Survive opening for them, as well as seeing them at Soundwave the following day. Oh! Wow! So I got to see them, got to see them twice, two days in a row, um, and that was that was fantastic. Um, so. What was the album? So the album was, um, I believe it's the second album, War All the Time. War All the Time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, the lyrics um, uh, are so potent. And every time I listen to any of their albums, I'm always blown away by by the songwriting and the way Jeff Rickley, who's the lead singer, is able able to deliver these these lines uh so poignantly so there's there's like a there's like a constant and there's also a constant theme of like repetition throughout their uh throughout their their discography like um uh paper scraps is something that comes up in multiple songs there's there's a reference to paper scraps in in paris and flames or full collapse there's a reference to uh to paper scraps in in one of the songs off of uh off of war all the time um and um one of the one of my favorite songs is for the workforce drowning 
which is the first track off War All The Time. And uh, it talks about uh, like being chained to a desk and being like in a shitty job you hate. And like, you know, you're just kind of like uh, literally for the workforce drowning in your let work me, kind of thing. So let I, me just say yeah. when you said um, chained to a desk, I was about to take it a very different way. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that it was, um, you know, the mediocrity of a job. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was jigsaw style oh, no, murdering no, no, and no. i wouldn't have been Not surprised because i could see you into some like pretty heavy death metal or something and I sometimes mean, they get weird like I, they do i i appreciate like um that kind of music ironically and i think uh, it's much better when the bands that produce it uh oh. understand that there are genres absurd like let's just take a second to talk about cradle of filth exactly exactly Cr- cradle of filth like uh, Danny Danny Filth said uh, in regards to being asked for an interview once the interviewer asked him to come in like his like full get up like corpse paint like all, all of his uh, all of his costume kind of thing and he was just like no <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a human being like I'm just gonna come in my normal clothes I don't dress like that every day that's absurd like this is a costume I wear when I'm performing I'm I not gonna come to your corpse paint mom I'm not gonna fucking come to my come to your shitty like 15 minute interview and like <laughs> oh, t- spend two hours getting ready like you know sometimes you just want to look powerful sometimes you just want to look strong and and sleek and efficient and maybe that's what he needed that day. I'm I'm actually going to see Cradle of Filth next year. They're coming to I know, Canberra. I know you don't. They're going it's, to Academy, right? It's so absurd. I don't Academy, understand. Academy, just so everyone knows, is uh, the the club that the twelve year olds go to. It's like, it's like the shitty shitty like pop dance club. Like it's just the most absurd genre in the world. And like for for like Cradle of Filth, this huge death metal band to come to Canberra. And play at this shitty, like, t- 12s bar. It's just like, oh my god. I, I, the meme is too good. I was going to say, you've literally not stopped talking about it for the meme. Just not for anything meme. else, but for the meme. Because, like, um, along with uh, War All The Time, uh, the title track from War All The Time, the other first piece of music I was given by uh, a, f- a friend I-, I met on Neopets Oh um, no! Wait, we talked about the Neopets thread. Did, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. She sent me War All the Time by Thursday and Her Ghost in the Fog uh, by Cradle of Filth to like gauge where my musical interest interests were in terms of like how heavy I liked it, and I <laughs> loved both of them. And and Her Ghost in the Fog was like like a uh, uh, a fundamental foundation track for like my exploration of music throughout my my teen years. I am so interested in this mysterious neopet thread individual who like apparently is influential like very deeply well and I'm, we won't talk about it now because that's for a different podcast well ne- ne- but, neopets as a whole like uh i made a lot of good friends there and it was it was like the first online community that i joined so we could talk about yeah, that that'd yeah, be a good one yeah um anyway so uh wrapping up so these albums like i mean they just very strongly influenced who you are today and and what you like now right do you listen to them again i do i do thursday thursday is still part of my my top five favorite bands because i really uh i have so much respect for them in terms of just being still producing music uh after so many years like they've, they've been around for 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 like decades that's and, like um, uh fallout boy 
Yeah, yeah. I adore Fallout Boy. I get a lot of flack for Fallout Boy. Yeah, I but uh, I like I like Fallout Boy a lot, and I I have respect for them in the same we've way. Got they're like more common. they common yeah. sense. We got more common sense. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. You did. You, I you I did was, I again. played on my own joke. Yeah, yeah that was no, the whole. That, yeah, I did it. It was definitely a joke. Yeah. 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 Um, like yeah, they're, they're just uh, like titans of their their genre, and um, I still I still War All the Time is still one of my favorite albums. Uh, I still um because because uh, most of my listening over the past like decade or so has been in my car, and uh, because my previous car, the one I had now, didn't have an aux plug-in, it was mm. all CD based, and thus it became all album based. So yeah. I, I ended up uh, experiencing music in albums and getting a lot of respect for playing albums in chronological order and the the progression of the album as as the artist intended because there, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, decisions that go into to where tracks are placed on the album. song order yeah. yeah no I mean that's very important like yeah. I mean um you see that in in American Idiot yeah, and like definitely. I mean yeah. it is like a pop, punk rock opera so yeah. it's like very it there's a story and, 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 which is yeah, really yeah, cool yeah, cool. Um, cool well I mean that's the topic for this week um, if you want to get in contact with us you can email us at downundercast at gmail.com if you want to hit up Lockie at uh, Twitter you can go to Young Cardinals yep and if you want to hit up Frank you can go to frankly my dear that's frankly my dear with three A's in the frankly Nice. And you can also hit up our Twitter at, at DownUndercast. Uh, you can also submit your mail-in memories uh, at our email or tweet at us. 280 characters is, is probably enough, really. And uh, we, I can make quite a story out of 280 yeah, characters. Yeah, definitely. We'd, we'd love to, to hear about your experiences growing up so we can relate to the, to the experiences ourselves and talk about them. And uh, yeah, that'd be great to, to hear from you guys. Cool. Well, uh, see you guys next week. Bye-bye.